Hello, welcome to Coffee and a Notepad, where we will talk about all things business and building success on your own terms. I'm Kiafa, your host of the show, and today I am joined by my sissy, my bestie from birth, uh, my thought partner, uh, the beautiful Nicole. How are you today? Mm, I am very well, thank you. Good. I'm so happy that you decided to join me. I'm so well, thank excited. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. So uh, before we dive into our topic for today, um, I thought we would start off with something light um, and ask you, what is your affirmation for the day? <sighs> okay. So for today, <laughs> probably for the week um, overall, it's, it's been a little hectic and it's only Wednesday. Um, but I am holding in my mind all day today. Anxiety, my anxiety does not define me. That is where I'm sitting today. Oh, tell me why that's your uh, your thing for the day. Because um, you know how I deal with my anxiety. Yes. So, <laughs> um, it's just been a really crazy week already, and it's only Wednesday, and so much is happening. So much is going on. My brain is in a million places at once, uh, which of course is heightening my anxiety, and I'm trying to just get through the rest of the week without going off the deep end. So this is where we are. All right. Tell me how that goes. I'll definitely be checking in on you. <laughs> I'm sure you're really good at uh, managing all the things, uh, being a mom, being a business owner, being a wife, mm -hmm. uh, being creative, uh, trying to have friends, just dealing with uh, me and your family, uh, all the things. So I think you'll be okay, but hold that with it. But I think that also ties into my topic, um, what's been driving me crazy. Mm -hmm. And one of the questions that continues to pop up, especially as I think about, you know, my reasoning for deciding to start my business, um, to quit my job, to, you know, go out on my own, right? Um, there's this concept that pops up called the soft life. Have you heard mm. of it? Of course. <laughs> yeah. It is um, a social media, what do you call it? A social media sensation. Um, yes. You cannot get onto TikTok, Instagram, and not see somebody giving some version of the soft life, right? Mm. So it started with this uh, within the Nigerian community and seems to have trickled over to everybody, okay. um, but really about presenting this life of luxury, ease, no stress, clearly mm -hmm. no anxiety, mm -hmm. um, and kind of just living your best life, right? However, however, as... Um, I have learned in creating my business, in taking on clients, in trying to find new leads, um, that's not real, right? So for me, and it seems like a lot of small business owners, um, there is a difficulty in balancing your time when it comes to uh, being a business owner and running your business. So there are about 33% of small business owners who are working over 50 hours a week. Um, you have about another 25% that are working over 60 hours a week. Um, and, <laughs> and then there are 70% that are working at least one weekend a month. So okay. 
Here's my question to you. Is the soft life real for entrepreneurs? Now, before you answer, because <laughs> I, I see you thinking, right? Before you answer, uh, maybe give some insight into what is it that you do? What is what is your your job? Okay, so as an esthetician um, and private facialist, um, one of the biggest things about my brand is wellness. Um, I am a huge, huge wellness advocate, and yes, I am. I am. Um, an avid supporter of the soft life. <laughs> I, I believe that everyone should have the ability to live a soft life. Um, one of the philosophies of my business is to live a life of ease and comfort, um, which embodies soft life in general. So do I believe it's, it's possible as a business owner to live a soft life? Um, yes and no. And I think uh, a part of it is, um, you know, as a as a small business owner, I'm a solo entrepreneur or a solopreneur. Um, so it's difficult for me as an individual to balance work, life, you know, being a wife, a mom, all, all of that um, as an individual. But when you have a small business, but you have a team it can be a little bit easier. Once you get out of that individuality and you shift into um, you know, scaling the business and you have more, more parties to take on um, the bits and pieces, I think it gets a little bit easier. So my answer, official answer is yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> yes and no. That seems to be how everything goes, right? Yes and yeah. no. Uh, what is your personal definition for soft life? Like we have what people feel like the soft life is. We have the representation of what it looks like on social media, but what's your personal definition of the soft life? So, I mean, soft life to me, it's, it's just what I said, like living a life of ease and comfort. Um, it's not always, you know, vacations to the Maldives and bubble baths and sheet masks and, you know, getting pedicures every week. Sometimes the soft life is being able to take a nap in the middle of the day. And that's OK. Right. <laughs> just having that ability to say, I don't have any obligations at this very moment that require my attention. I can take that time for myself. Um, so for me, it really just means living life on your own terms and living a life that you truly enjoy. Like that's soft to me, not feeling like you have these hard, heavy obligations on you where you are always constantly stressed. So, I mean, I don't think there's there's an ability to be completely stress free, but I do think there's a difference between good stress and bad stress. Mm. Um, so I, I think just soft life is just living life on your terms and living a comfortable life that you love. Why do you think that people are seeking that through starting their own businesses? I think there's this perception on social media that having your own business automatically means that your time is your own. Listen, um, but, yeah. <laughs> but they forget, right? Like entrepreneurship, um, the way it was it was shown to me was you're giving up the nine to five for the 24 seven. And when I mean that is true, that is true. It never ends. It never stops. Um, and once again, I, I, you know, just as an individual, right? When you have a team, it's a little bit different. Um, but as an individual, it is an ongoing thing because 
I am all the people, right? I am the one that handles all of my marketing. I am the one that handles all of the clients, all of the emails, communications, uh, you know, partnerships and collaborations. And I'm the one, you know, creating the graphics and coming up with the concepts and the emails. Like it's, I do everything. Every part of the business is run by just one person on top of my other obligations as a mom and a wife, a friend, you know, it's, it's a lot on one person. So yeah, I definitely gave up nine to five for 24 seven. So how do you create space for yourself for that soft life? So (laughs) it's funny because I get asked this question a lot, right? Like people ask me, you know, I am an advocate for, you know, self-care and wellness and, you know, being stress-free, but when they see what I do and how much I do, they're like, how do you do this and not go completely bonkers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, also, I, I do deal with anxiety on a regular basis. So that's another part of it. Um, but knowing my triggers, I knew that I had to create non-negotiables for myself. Mm-hmm. So one of my non-negotiables, um, and I tell this to my clients all the time, I, I let them know up front, Thursdays, mm-hmm. one day a week. Thursdays is my non-negotiable self-care day. Mm-hmm. And it's not just go to the spa. It's, you know, it can mean anything. It can mean that's the day that I go wash my car because it needs to get done. That's the day that I clean my room and clear the clutter. That way, you know, I can be comfortable in my space. It could also mean that's the day that I eat a tub of ice cream for breakfast and walk around in my underwear. Um, it it can mean a bunch of different things, but it is my non-negotiable day to do whatever makes me feel good. That way I can show up the rest of the week, you know, present and, you know, in, in a good headspace for everyone that I need to show up for. Yeah. I remember when I started, um, when I started my virtual services, I hate, I'm not a morning person and I um, started this process of like making breakfast and it wasn't even intentional. I just, I love breakfast as my favorite part of the day. And every day I was trying to figure out what is my life going to look like? What is this supposed to be? But the one thing that was consistent was I make breakfast. I get up and I cook my eggs. I will make my, my bagel. I always Mm. have my coffee. (laughs) Like breakfast became this thing that I did, I think it was what I didn't have an option to do a lot of times because of my job, I would have to leave really early in the morning. Um, so I couldn't make breakfast, but I think it was also the thing like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do the rest of the day. So at least I know I ate. Mm-hmm. And now it is something I don't interrupt. I do not schedule any meetings for myself before my breakfast, whether that's, you know, at eight o'clock, nine o'clock, it doesn't matter. I'm going to eat before I do anything else. And I feel like that has helped me to center myself. I don't feel chaotic going into those first meetings, right? Mm -hmm. I don't feel like if there's nothing else that I did during the day, if there's, um, if the day gets away from me and I can't finish anything, I at least did that, right? I had a breakfast that made me feel good and I i didn't give that up for someone else. Cause I think that's also the hard part. You find like everybody else can kind of shift your world as you're running mm-hmm. your business, as you're like, 
if you have a client who changes it for me, at least if they change their schedule, my schedule has to shift, right? If there's yeah. a project priority that comes up, I have to be flexible and it's, you want to make sure that you're showing up for the people you're working for or working with, but you give up so much of your own time and yourself. So yeah. for me, it's breakfast. Like for you, you have your Thursday. For me, it is breakfast. Um, but I will not say that I am not missing out on um, flying across to the Maldives or becoming a digital <laughs> nomad or <having laughs> as well. And I just, I wonder if there is a way to create a space where you are still living your best life <laughs> and also being successful in your business. Like, can you do both? Do you think that that's real? Um, yeah, I think I think it's possible um, when you have a good, solid foundation to do so. Um, I think it's it's possible with help. Um, having resources at your disposal. Like I, I do think it's possible. Do I think it's the reality for most of us? No. Not really. I don't. Yeah. I hate that. So you once again, what do you do? You're running uh your at what do you call it? An esthetician shop or a spa? What do how do you how do you refer to your your business? Um, you could call it a spa. It's it's a facial spa. Um, so I do mostly facials, but I, I do offer other things as far as skincare. Um, so it's it's a spa. It's a, a facial suite. <laughs> it can be called um, many things. Are most of the people that come for your services, are they also entrepreneurs or business owners? Uh, strangely enough, yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. So how do you think you're contributing to them creating a soft life? Well, I I am the person that they come to for their stress relief, um, their anxiety relief, um, their overall wellness. So, and and I tell this to people all the time. Although I do facials, um, I am a wellness practitioner mm -hmm. because a lot of my clients that come to see me, they're coming for a facial, but they really just want time to themselves to relax and not have to worry about everything else they left outside of the door. You know, they are turning the phones off. They're not answering emails. They're not responding to messages. Um, the kids are not tugging on them. You know, the husband is not asking a million and one questions about where their socks are. They, you know, it's just, that's their time for them. So I think for my clients that are entrepreneurs, when they come to me, that's their space of like, solace and solitude, um, that quiet time, because that's that's what I require of them when they come in. It's like, put the phone away. We're not mm. going to be on the phone while we're on the facial bed. This is your Yeah, time. no, what do you mean? Right? I, I encourage that. I'm like, put the phone on silent, put it in the bag, put it in the other room. We are going to ignore everyone for this time because this time is for you. And if you can't honor yourself in this time, then schedule another time that you can do it because it doesn't work when you come in and you're anxious and then you're on the table and you're staring at your phone the whole time anxious. It defeats the purpose of everything that I'm trying to do for you. Mm. Yeah, giving up that phone, turning off your emails. Mm -hmm. That's a hard one. It's tough. It is. It is tough. I struggle. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Literally, I, I just checked the message while we're talking. So, 
<laughs> you're not even following your own advice. Uh, you know, but you know, <laughs> I gotta do what I gotta do, right? Think, things are still happening, right? I'm working, but I'm still working. <laughs> yeah. So you're not jet setting, right? Like you, you also said that you are working crazy hours. You, your your suite also stays open on the weekends. I think you work yes. almost every weekend. I do. I work almost every weekend. Taking weekends off is really, really hard because most people that have a regular job work Monday through Friday. That's yeah. when they have the time to come to me. So I had to adjust. So I give up my weekends with my family to show up for my clients, but then I have to make up that time somewhere else. Yeah. And I think that's also an important factor, right? Like if you are deciding to start your own business, you do have the flexibility to figure out what works for you, but it's also knowing the type of services you're offering and when they're going to need you to be present. Like, yes, does it mean every business does not mean that it has to be nine to five. Every um, work schedule does not have to take up all day. I think that knowing who you're working for, what you're offering, what you're doing also can help cut back those 50 hour weeks, days, and probably just a lot of organization. Like the reality is most of us are procrastinators. <laughs> we wait to the last minute um, to do a lot of things, but you also mentioned having help. So you've made a conscious decision to be a solopreneur, to work for yourself um, and by yourself, which um, I push back on you a lot about <laughs> enlisting help. Um, why do you think that that's a good decision for you and for curating the type of lifestyle you want for your family? So making the decision to work for myself, um, I'm not going to lie. And I, I think this is true for most entrepreneurs. We don't like authority. I don't mm -hmm. want anybody telling me what to do. <laughs> I want to be able to work on my own terms. So that was one major factor in working for myself. Um, working by myself, I learned that I, I manage a household. Um, I manage my family. I don't want to manage people at work. Mm -hmm. So I choose to work by myself. Um, now, that's not to say that I can't take on help, right? There is the option for virtual assistant. There is the option for someone to handle uh, my social media content that, you know, I have access to those so those type of resources. Um, in this, in the beginning stages, I think for me, it's just really important to create or curate the business the way that I envision it mm -hmm. before I hand the reins to someone else that may possibly disrupt that. Right. Mm -hmm. So some people can jump right in and they can say, I know exactly what I want to do. Um, I know how I want this to look and I can portray that to someone else and they can help me along the way. Um, I learned that the way that I operate, um, it, it's not as easy for me because things change for me so quickly or I, I'll change my mind about something. And this business is my creation and having that creative mind, I need that time and space to be creative and put everything I have into it. Now, mm -hmm. there may come a day where I say, you know, I can't do this anymore. Let somebody else handle it. Um, but at this point, I, I think I'm, I'm just in a comfortable space where I enjoy being the creative 
backing of my business. Um, every piece of content, every email, every correspondence that my clients get from me is in my own voice and they know they're talking to me. And I think that's a comfort to them, um, especially because although, um, you know, skincare, some people, like I said, may think it's just facials, mm-hmm. um, but some people get on the table and they vent. They, they share details about their lives with me and that's really private. Um, so I can't hand that to someone else and say, hey, yeah. so no. <laughs> no, I'm not sharing that information. Because, yeah, it's a relationship. Yeah, I'm creating, I'm building relationships with my clients. And, you know, and a lot of times it becomes friendships with my clients. So, you know, I, I hold that near and dear. So that that's my reasoning. But that's not to say that people should not accept help um, if it is going to be beneficial to them. If it is going to make your life easier, absolutely accept the help. Um, I know what I signed up for. I know how, you know, I, I torture myself. <laughs> I've accepted that and I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah. So you, the, your soft life also means uh, you need to control 99% of the things that happen. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. 100%. Um, soft life to me means I have 100% control of my life. That's, that's soft life to me. What are some other ways that um, people, entrepreneurs, or even, you know, any individual, right? Because I, I think that I'm really asking for myself, still trying <laughs> to figure out that balance, feeling extremely overwhelmed. And I, I you know, I'm v- extremely proud of the work that I do um, and feel like I'm finding balance. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's definitely not the Instagram worthy soft life that, uh, you see, I'm not, (laughs) I can't tell you the last time I flew overseas, right? I definitely still wake up with my own, um, lists, laundry lists of things that I need to get done. Stress is not free over here. Okay. Um, but what are some other things? What do you think there are things people should look at to say, this can also be a representation of a soft life. Ooh. Um, I mean, anything can be a representation of, of soft life. The soft life is what you define it as, right? Social mm-hmm. media gives us these images and gives us this portrayal of what life is supposed to look like. But we know at the core, none of that is real. It's an entire facade and people want to put out that they're living this wonderful, lavish life. And it's like, yeah, some now for some people, it might be true. I think it's a very small percentage, though. Um, So I think that when it comes to, you know, the portrayal of, you know, living this lavish lifestyle where you're traveling all the time and you you have all these expensive bags and this beautiful closet, you know, your bank account might be on negative. Right. You're not showing that. You're not showing anybody that, right? You're not you're not telling anybody, hey, I'm in the hole and I owe a lot of people money, but here's my Louis bag. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's all we, we have to take it with a grain of salt. Um and not assume that what is portrayed to us is the truth or that it's what it should look like for us. Because for mm-hmm. most of us, we are regular people mm-hmm. living regular lives. Mm-hmm. And soft life just sometimes means you you get in your car and you you can go put gas in it. Um, That's not a soft life. I can't I can't live if I can't put gas in my car. Who walk in? But for some people. <laughs> For some people, 
Okay. Google means that's the soft life. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, but I didn't quit my job where I knew that I had gas in my car mm -hmm. to, <laughs> to decide that that was the luxury that I was going to get <laughs> as an entrepreneur. So I'm going to yeah. need... I'm gonna need a little bit more. I'm gonna need. <laughs> I mean, being able to walk into a store and, and buy whatever you want, um, you know, just just having the the luxury. So, one of the things for me, one of the biggest reasons that I decided to uh, work for myself or or step out on my own, um, because I I could have just moved to another company. I could have went to work, you know, in a different spa. Um, I could have joined forces with a uh, um, a colleague. I chose to step away on my own and work on my own terms. But one of the biggest driving forces behind that was for me to be able to spend more time with my family. I wanted to be able to be present for my children um, when they go to their extracurricular activities and they want me to be at their performances or they just want to hang out with me. Yeah. I wanted to be able to be available and present for them. Yeah. But I'll be honest. I'm not always available and present when they want me to be there because mommy now has this job that she has to do in order to make the money that is paying for that extracurricular activity that you like to do. Yeah. So it, it's definitely a, a give and take. Um, so ultimately, the soft life can be anything that you want it to be and what you want it to look like. But I think there's a level of sacrifice that goes into that until you can get to that point. Yeah, I, I recently had a friend of mine come um, visit for, it was just a really quick trip. They were driving back uh, to New York and stopped in DC. And I, I was like, oh, well, since you're here, you know, let's go to brunch real quick, right? You, you still have some time before you have to get on the road. And she said to me, she goes, you can take brunch in the middle of the day on a Wednesday. And I was like, yeah. And I guess there is absolutely, once again, going back to breakfast, right? Because that's my favorite meal, making time for breakfast. But I guess there's also that part where it's like, what I couldn't do that before. If she mm -hmm. had been in town, um, I would have had to say, dang, I couldn't see you, but I'll catch you the next time I'm in New York, whenever that is, right? Yeah. I was able to say, nope, I can rearrange my schedule and I can go and have you know, brunch with her and kiki it up for, uh, you know, an hour or two in the middle of the day. Trade-off, yes. That means that I might be logged onto my computer at, you know, seven o'clock at night, eight o'clock at night. But yeah. that flexibility that working for myself is something that I wouldn't have had before. Now, it's not the Instagrammable moment, right? And that could just be me not feeling like taking time to be able to see my friend is something that I need to put on Instagram. Um, it's not the aesthetic uh, mm. of the soft life that pops up. But I do think, I think as I'm reflecting, it is what I was seeking, that ability yeah. to make that decision to check in with her or not. Um, I think in other spaces, like being able to make time to take care of my garden is also that. Now, I also believe I'm not going to get facials <laughs> once a once a month. And I know for you, uh, having like your monthly massages is also really, really important. So that's not 
the soft life for me either, right? I I don't want to be rubbed up on every. That's just how do you do it? I don't know. You can keep that, <laughs> but it's not. It's not for me, right? Uh, I think I've seen every Marvel movie that has dropped um, in the past two years opening weekend. So I couldn't do that before. I would have to wait because I'm too tired to want to go out on the weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so I think that there's a lot of these little things that people Mm -hmm. can do. Um, And but we're still not avoiding the 50 hour a week, especially in the beginning, right? I think yeah, and in the beginning when, when you're building, I don't, I don't think it's it's realistic to say that, oh, I mean, depending on what you're doing, yeah. um, it, it depends on what you're doing and what you're trying to create and how much effort you actually want to put into it. Um, but I think for most of us, we're, we're not giving up the, the long hours of creating and building and sharing because, you know, as social media has taught us, um, if you are not showing up multiple times throughout the day, you know, you're forgotten about. So you have to be top of mind. And in order to stay top of mind, you have to constantly be posting and sharing. And, you know, it's, it's absolutely exhausting. And it's not you're not working on your business doing that. Like if I'm spending all day recording every aspect of my life and then finding time to post it and curate it into these cute little 30 second snippets. Yeah. I'm not actually getting any work done. I did not quit to become, and no shame to anybody who does social media marketing. Right. But that wasn't, that's not my job. Right. I didn't sign up to be a content creator. Like, no, I signed up to attract clients to do facials and, you know, build that business. But unfortunately with that comes the requirement to be a content creator. And there's this constant, you know, Hey, show up. You haven't posted anything in a couple of days. Make sure that you're staying top of mind. Make sure that people are seeing you. Make sure you're engaging. Make sure. And I'm just like, I want to have a social life outside of social media. I don't want to do it this way. But at this point, it seems like that's the only way because everyone is on social media. And unfortunately, we have to thank the pandemic for that because when we couldn't be social outside, we turned to our devices. Yeah. So. And and I think it's also remembering, right, the, the whole goal of the soft life is to create a space where you don't feel stressed. Mm. And so if doing all of that is also more stressful, just because it doesn't look like someone else's doesn't mean that you don't have a softer life. So maybe it shouldn't be soft life. It should be softer life <laughs> for entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, softer than what you you had before. Yeah. Um, that might be a better phrasing than than trying to strive for a soft life. Yes, I, I think striving for the ideal stresses people out even more because they think like, oh, I have to make so much money. And, and yes, the goal of building a business is to make money, you know, to support yourself. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But when you are trying to make money simply to prove yourself to other people who have no idea you exist and don't really care, I think it's a little ridiculous, but that's just my personal opinion. Yeah. Uh, no judgment to anyone who does it, <laughs> but that's what I'm striving for. Right. Like I think for me, when it comes to, you know, vacations, yes, I, I want to do those things. I want to travel, but I also want to take my kids to, you know, nice places too. 
I want to spend time with my family. And if that means we we just go to a cabin right over in the next town, that's okay too. Yeah. That can still be soft life because I have the ability and the flexibility in order to do that. Yeah. All right. So I got I got my coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got my notepad over here. Any final tips that you would say for any entrepreneur, any business owner, anybody who looking to start and is seeking the soft life? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Don't do it. Don't. <laughs> don't do it. It's not worth it. I promise it's not worth it. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I mean, if I had a time machine. <laughs> Is that true, though? If, if I had a magic eight ball, you know, if, if I could see into the future, things might be just a little different. Would you, would you change it, though? <sighs> Do you think that looking back on your journey and the life that you've created and curated for yourself now, would you go back and say, nah, this wasn't worth it? No, no, I, I wouldn't say it, it's not worth it, but there are definitely some things that I would change um, about the way that I went about it. Um, but also there was some, some other pressures that came with it. So it's, it's a lot to it. Um, but I would definitely change a few things if I could, that would make my life a little bit easier, um, in the very beginning of the journey. I'm, I'm five years in and I still feel very much like a newbie because things are changing so much. And so often I feel like I'm always restarting. Um, but that could also just be me being super creative and wanting to do all the things. So, <laughs> so no, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't change it. And I don't want to discourage anyone from doing um, what their heart tells them to do. If you have a dream of being an entrepreneur, if you have an idea that you feel like needs to be shared with the world and um, you want to become a business owner um, and, you know, that that's what you want to do, I encourage you to do so. Um, I also encourage you to utilize the resources that are available to you um, and don't try to do everything on your own. You don't have to, there does not have to be a severe struggle. I think that's, that's a big thing. Um, And it could lead to, you know, why some people strive so much for the soft life because they believe that their accomplishments need to be backed by being able to say, I struggled and I got here, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I struggled at the very beginning, but look where I got. And it's like, struggle doesn't have to be, you know, your starting point. You don't have to come, you know, start at the bottom and now you're here. You could say, hey, I had an amazing job making amazing money and I shifted into doing this for myself and life is grand, right? Mm-hmm. People, you don't, I don't, I don't want people to think that the struggle is an accomplishment. Um, it's not necessary. You know, you don't have to, so you don't have to start in the gutter. You, you know, you don't have to grind. (laughs) You know, that hustle mentality will stress you out. Like, don't feel like you have to do that. If somebody is offering you, you know, some startup cash, take it, take Mm -hmm. it and run, right? Someone saying, Hey, I want to help you out. Take it, take the help, use your resources. Yeah. Okay. What other, so use resources. Mm -hmm. That's one of them. Any other tips that you would recommend for someone who is considering becoming an entrepreneur or a small business owner, but also wanting a soft life? Any other tips? Mm -hmm. Um, mm, 
plan and organize. Um, get yourself a planner. Plan, plan your life in advance. I think I think that definitely makes things a little bit easier um, as far as soft life because you can schedule in your soft life activities. Mm. That way they become your non-negotiables. Yeah. Already on the calendar. It's there. So when yeah. you go to plan out your work schedule, you can say, oh, I got to skip this day because I already plan to do something for myself. Yeah. Right? Put yourself at the very top of your to-do list versus at the bottom of your to-do list. Okay. So I'm getting a planner. Mm-hmm. I am planning uh, in advance. Yes. We are planning in advance. We are prioritizing self. And I get to keep my breakfast. I get yes. to still have my breakfast in the morning. I mean, that that's you prioritizing yeah. your needs, right? You're putting yourself first saying, I'm not going to talk to anybody before 9 a.m. Like, I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. I will not give up on my dreams of a soft life. No. Or softer. softer yes. Life. We're striving for softer, <laughs> um, not this ideal of soft life. Yeah. That is seemingly unattainable <laughs> for most of us. I know. All right. So if anybody wants this uh, facial you to become their uh, tabletop therapist. Where do they find you at? Ooh, I like that term, tabletop therapist. Tabletop. I'm going to use that hashtag today. Oh, tabletop therapist. Yes. Credit me. And then if you trademark it, I need a, I need a cut of that. You know. Oh, God. Okay. So. Um, yes, you can find me, Nicole, um, on Instagram at Opulent Skin Sweet. Um, you can find me on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash opulent skin. Um, and you can email me if you need to, Nicole at opulent skin Oh, nice. Well, thank you. I call you all the time, and I'll yes, probably call you after this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for being on Coffee and a Notepad, and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.